always so many things that I'm like, oh, as soon as we start recording, I'm talking about that. And then I hit record, I'm like, deer in the headlights. Yeah. Like, what do we do with this thing? This thing in front of my face, I talk into it, right? But now one thing I remember that I wanted to bring up, because we joke about how we we have these, now that we've been doing the podcast, we have these conversations where we're like, oh, wait, 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 save that. Let's talk about it on the podcast. Like, you'll come over to do a podcast, and you'll start telling me about something, and I'll be like, do we need to save that? Do we need to save that? Actually, which, by the way, you said no to the beer thing earlier. And I need to... I disagree. Disagree? I think that was, I think that was well, I'm good. Not a, I'm not a 100% got that all down, but... Well, I, you were just talking about that group that gives you pointers. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. We can talk about that, absolutely. But um, going back to saving stuff, I listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast. I've just always been a big Conan O'Brien fan, because... Just his style of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. just get it. Like, I'm on the same frequency with that kind of deprecating, just goofy-ass, silly, random humor that he does. And uh, he's really, really, like, 100% full throttle on his podcast. Like, he's, he'll say the F word. Oh, I'll have to check it out. He's not, now. like, dialed back. Like, he's got 100% Conan on here. Um, But the other day... They always do an outro. They'll do an interview and then they'll do it. And the outros are like, everything's funny on that. Even the, I listen, I don't skip commercials because his commercials <laughs> are funny. Come Everything on it is just fun. Like, I listen, like, I don't care who he's interviewing. I don't even, if I was like, I've never heard of them, but I don't care. And it's one of the few podcasts I'm overselling, and I promise they're not giving us money. Uh, it's one of the very few podcasts, if maybe the only one that I go back, I've gone back and re listened. To certain episodes. The only other show I do that with, that I've done that with, at least, is Hot Ones. That YouTube show that we watch oh, all the yeah. time with eating Hot Wings. Um, but anyway, they were doing an outro, and he said, all right. And he has his assistant, Sona, there. And he said, you were telling me this story the other day at work, and I made you stop. Right in the middle of the story, and I said, he was saying this. He said, I said, don't say another word. To work back on the podcast, and then I want you to start this story over. Because she was telling the story about how her and her friend tried to smuggle some edibles into Disneyland because they want to get high and like ride the rides. Ride the be high yeah. at Disneyland. And um, it was a really funny story, but I, I laughed because I thought about us because we do that all the time. Oh, yeah. Stop. We, don't, like, yeah, don't like someone will be anymore. like, tell me, like, man, I watched freaking Altered Carbon the other day, and I was like, bleh. And I'm like, dude, shh, save it. Let's hit record. <laughs> Alton Carbon is one of those shows I started, and it was really good, and I really liked it. I was really looking forward to watching it, and then I just forgot about it, and I don't know how it happened. Dude, there's so many shows like that with me. I like I've said this before on here, and, and I know I repeat myself, but I, I pass up on perfectly good shows to go watch great shows. I, I have an advantage because of because I swing back and forth to night shift. I mean, I'm on day shift. I don't watch anything. I just watch my regular scheduled programming, basic normal programs, you know, uh, stuff that comes on regular TV, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, family shows. I mean, stuff me, me and Laura sit and watch together. Uh, but when I'm on night shift, that's when I binge my stuff. That's when I binge it. But uh, me and Laura, just, we just crash, sit down and watch the last five episodes of Lock and Key. Sat last Saturday night. It was great. I've only watched like two episodes. And see, that's another thing. God. Like, I love that show. Well, I, well, what I've seen of it. But you would think that I like if I like it that much that I would have watched more of it. I just haven't. Like, I'm just so. We were talking about Shameless right before I hit record. 
what a crazy time we live in because that show started in like 2011 yeah, yeah. or earlier maybe uh, earlier and I didn't even know it existed and there's nine seasons of it and it's like the greatest show like it's I, I'm hooked on it and it's the last one it's in the end yeah nine it, it's, seasons it's, it's uh, I watched it from I think I was behind three seasons or two seasons when I first started watching it so I binged those on demand and uh, after I got those watched uh Laura, I, I, I was doing my night shift thing, and uh, I would stay up and I would watch it, and then Laura would catch it, and she's like, "What the hell are you watching?" No, it started January January ninth, two thousand eleven. And uh, so then I was uh, adapted from a British series. Actually, makes sense. I'll have to watch that because I watched the British Office after yeah. I watched the Office. So. Okay, so since you're caught up, let me ask you: like most seasons or most shows. Like, take Walking Dead, for example. When I started watching Walking Dead, I was like, this is just the greatest thing ever and ever. Mm-hmm. And then now I still watch it. I'm caught up. But I'm kind of like, oh, it's time. You know, it's if they end it this season or next season, I'll be like, okay, go out while there's still people watching. You know, don't oh yeah, don't stay too long. Because there's, there's a lot of shows that, even shows that I love, that I'm like, oh, we probably could have ended it last season. You know, you want it to go out on top. Right. You know, know what you mean. You don't want to watch your favorite pro wrestler when he's his knees are shot. Yeah. He can barely get to the ring and he can't do his moves anymore. You want to see him when he's at his best. You want him to go out there like a boxer. Oh, yeah. You, you hate it when your favorite boxer comes out of retirement and gets a shit beat out it's of just, yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It's like, like Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell right now, he's just a... Yeah, that's a good example. Hey, Chuck I Liddell. love Chuck Liddell, but he, he, he should have retired. and Stayed, stayed retired. Yeah. He's got, he has nothing to prove. He has an amazing legacy. He'll never be forgotten in MMA history. But, uh, uh, but he's 50 years old and he's been knocked out too many times. Yes. He's been hit, kicked to the head too many times. Yeah. He's, 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 at a, he's a risk right now. Yeah. Uh, but my question is, in that vein, like, I'm only in, like, season four, I think. Right. And there's nine seasons. Does it stay at that level? All that I mean, how many shows can go that long? It does. I think it could since I've been in my chair, by the way. It does stay at that level. Uh, there's been some seasons that are not as good as others. I think it could have ended a couple of years ago, a couple of seasons back. But I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but I think now everybody's older, so now the younger kids are having their time to shine as part of the. The drunk because yeah, uh, it starts out a household and there's a lot of kids. Well, them yeah. kids ain't kids no more. Right, they're grown. I just I just showed you that a while ago. It's hard to well, even right now where I'm at, like Lips at college. So you're having to cut to him, right? And you're having to cut to like the the, the young redheaded girl, her story because she's like getting a boyfriend, and right? Like you're jumping all over the place where it used to be a more contained story, and it's not real messy at this point, but. You remember like Game of Thrones? There was so much shit right. going on, you would forget about yeah. whole groups of people. Like, oh yeah, what what have they been doing? Well, I forgot about them. Mm. But uh, it's a uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's a good show. I mean, it's got some points where I was like, okay, really? But uh, I think it's this is the last year, last season, and I think it's time. It's a good time to. to I would end. think so. It's a good I time mean, to end. Nine seasons. I mean, good time dude. to end. <laughs> good, good time to end. Um, you said something about uh. Regular television. I, I finally canceled DirecTV. Uh, now, if DirecTV wants to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> yeah. turn it back on for me. I'm perfectly fine with that. But, man, it's just, I'm, there's, it's, I'm so confused right now on what to do. Like, 
of course, everybody's got Netflix, and you can watch a lot of stuff on Netflix. Yes. I'm powering through Shameless on Netflix right now. I've got like three shows on Netflix that I'm watching, and there's good movies coming. Like a lot of good stuff comes out on Netflix. Of course, I've got Amazon Prime because it spoiled me, and I can't wait more than two days when I right. watch something. So I can watch that stuff, which I really don't much. But they're coming out with that new Lord of the Rings thing, so I'll be all over that. Uh, that's a new show I'm going to watch. Oh, yeah. For tonight. Sure. I mean, no, a new show I'm going to watch tonight's coming on. It's on Prime. Yeah, and The Boys Season 2 will be coming. Yeah. Uh, there's a show called Hunters when these people go out and look for like Nazi people. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got Al Pacino in it. It looks pretty look, I, I listened to a podcast the other day. They're pumping it up. Somebody on that they're show. pumping it up pretty hard. So it's going to be good. I, I just know it's going to be good. All right, so what just happened is DirecTV heard us talking it's a, and used their technology <laughs> to say "f your couch." And they 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 pushed a button on us. <laughs> yeah, we were we were just sitting there talking. The interface just died, and we had to like redo some stuff. Built, weird. We built another one with a bobby pin. Oh yeah, duct yeah. tape. After doing a podcast for a while on low budget, you, you learn how to. You know, get the bubble gum, bubble gum, and the duct tape, and the paper clips, and make some stuff happen. Yeah, it's like uh, we've gone backwards. In I don't know. It used to be like you had to choose between cable or Directv or Dish or like you know, there's several options. But now there's we're back to having too many options again. Yeah. Everybody's got a damn app. Oh, yeah. But uh, one thing they did talk to me about when I was canceling, which I wasn't mad when I canceled. I just, I don't watch enough TV to justify paying 120 bucks a month yeah. for DirecTV. And I didn't even have a, a big, like, like there was two or three, maybe four packages higher than mine. I probably had the lowest right. package. And it was still like, I'm watching one thing. One night a week, you know, yeah, and the rest I'm doing everything streaming. So, they told me that for forty bucks a month, that you could get Direct TV, but it's not with the Dish. It's not coming through the satellite; it comes through internet. But it's the same as Direct TV. You got the menus is the same. Mm. You got even got a DVR, but it's like cloud DVR, so you can record shit still. And they send you like this. It looks like a Fire Stick, I think. That plugs in your TV, okay, and it goes through your internet and gets your stuff. Or if you're on a computer like we are out here watching stuff, just log in. Just log in, or I watch a lot of stuff on my Surface or iPad, you know. Right. So I may I may do something like that later down the line. I don't know, but for right now, I'm just gonna, and I'm not home enough to right justify that, you know. So. Anyway, I should probably tell everybody we're like 10 minutes into this podcast and I haven't told what this is. This is like a, an emergency podcast, sort of? Yeah, it's an emergency. It's kind of an emergency. It's definitely time sensitive. We, um, Tupelo, we're going to be at TupeloCon this Saturday. As we record this and as I'm going to be uploading this, <laughs> yeah. it is Thursday. Right. And we're real be time. There Saturday. It's be the only podcast that comes out real time. So this is going to be the TupeloCon pre-show. We planned a lot of stuff for this, but we've been so busy. Good it's God. just it's a busy time of year. I've been 
going to get to the Railroad Festival stuff in a minute, but I've been so busy with the Railroad Festival. You work a swing shift. Cal I works night shift, so it's already hard to get us all three together. And I'm remodeling my house. And you're remodeling your house, and we're working on a new album. album. So I mean, I'm doing a lot of band stuff and a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Lots of orange A lot of fire. work stuff. We all work full-time jobs. Yeah. A lot of irons in the fire. Yes. So we haven't done a podcast since, uh, when was the last one? I haven't been that long, but we planned more Tupelo Con-related stuff. But we'll get at least two or three shows out of Tupelo Con. Oh, yeah. There. And uh, I thought of an idea for Tupelo Con. I don't know if I should say it on the air or not. Well, if it's terrible, I'll edit it. Hey, we're up in the ratings. Uh, <laughs> you're um, the last episode was episode 131. We uh, talked about the Picard show. You know how we talked about that? aired those, uh, February the 13th. That wasn't too long ago. Those, uh, I think, I don't know, I think they're going to be there. The Quidditch team from Southern Miss is going to be there again this year. Yeah. They're going to be actually playing a game somewhere this weekend, I think. I read that somewhere. Wow, that episode's doing good. We should get Kella to go play Quidditch. <laughs> I thought they played. They played last year. They did a little demonstration, but not a full game. Oh, so they're okay. But I think they're gonna like play a full game or something. I think we should get Kella to go play Quidditch. He looks like really? he would play Quidditch. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know what to say about that. It it's funny. You should laugh. That's oh, it's funny. Yes, what you should do. So we're doing this podcast. It's going to be a quick one. Usually, when I say that, it's three hours. Three, yeah. But no, we don't have that much much to cover. Um, before we get back to TupeloCon, though, which we're going to talk all about TupeloCon before we go, uh, we're railroad festival season, big time. Good lord, yeah, it's there. It's, it's a month after this weekend. I mean, it's the first. Weekend. We're four weeks out. Yeah, we're four four weeks out. So we got one first of March. We got the con. Then the first of April, we got the railroad festival. And as always, I'm way far behind. Oh, yeah. As always, I'm praying there's no rain this year. Good Lord. Everybody's praying for no rain like I got the Yeah. Now. I got the event page up, and I was asking you about, like, you like that graphic. And it's it's got a train, like, coming through a desert, and there's, like, a tidal wave behind it. And that's, like, the train running from the, <laughs> the madness of the weather the last two years. That's representational. Uh, so I wanted to take a second, since I've got the event page up, uh, go just search 2020 Amarillo Festival Second Stage. The stuff on that event page is only pertains to the stuff that we do at the second stage. Uh, if you want info about the main festival, like the main stage and the, the just everything, there's a bunch of stuff going on. But, yeah. But this is just our piece of it. Um, some people get confused and like they hit us up on this page in this event and they're like what time does so-and-so play like uh reba mcintyre marty stewart <laughs> and i'm like i don't know uh, but it, go to uh com, and it's got all the information on there and there's there's another whole facebook page for the the main body of the festival um but if you search 2020 amory Rail festival second stage you'll find our event page and uh once again, this year, once again, it's hosted by Big Johnny Blender from the Edge Radio US. He always does a good job hosting. He also has a great face for radio. He's he's a character. We love having him. Uncle Johnny. Yeah, Uncle Johnny. Friday night at 5 p.m. 
We have Silas Sloan. Um, Friday night is acoustic night. So, um, Silas is the son of Nathan Sloan, who was the singer for Coldera. So, the people familiar with local bands around here. And I think Nathan is doing some stuff with him, or maybe the whole set, I'm not sure. Uh, I hope I'm saying this name right. At 6 p.m., we got Amber Newalt, or Newalt, N E A U L T. Sorry if I'm butchering that. At 7, we got Blade Reynolds. He played last year. He's a good friend of ours. Eight o'clock, we got Big Dan, Dan Arnold. Uh, great to have him back again. And at nine o'clock, we got our good buddy Robbie Ross from Seeking Seven. And then we skip over to Saturday morning at twelve noon. Which, by the way, let me let me just preface this by saying, like, the, the Rail Festival is a unique. Well, it's it's unique in a lot of ways. And I'll get to some more of that in a minute. But it's unique in that it's not, it's not a typical concert. No, it's a walk by, stop if you like, keep walking if you don't kind of thing. Yeah, that's and nice we get a lot of traffic on that end of town because people park yeah. on that end of town and like walk through there to get to the carnival and right. the car show. Um, we're basically at the opposite end of the the main stage the, of the main stage. Like if you drew a square around the railroad festival festivities. We're at opposite end of the main stage, but it's not that far. Like I have it's to walk. Far, so I have to walk, but like, dude, my Fitbit just <laughs> kills. Yeah. All the all the people I'm friends with, like the ones that always beat me, like that's my time to shine. Because <laughs> I have to walk from the second stage to the main stage back and forth so many times, just to do like business stuff. Um, but reason I said that is because any time of day you come, it's gonna be. It's not like a, con a typical concert where you get there, you show up, you watch the opening band, and the next band, the next band, and then the headline. Right. I've seen the people that play at 12 noon have as much people as the people that headlined. Oh, yeah. Because it's a whole, it'll be a whole different a whole crowd. Different crowd. A whole different. And there's a lot of people that come early and they go home, they take a shower, maybe a nap, and they come back. Right. In the evening when it's cooled down, which I don't think it's going to be hot because it's usually raining the last <laughs> couple of years. But we're not going to be negative. We're going to hope for good weather. So at any rate, be sure to come out early and uh, check in with us. We're going to be playing music all day. But at 12 o'clock noon, we got Skip Oliver, James Skip Oliver. Um, he played at our homebrew club Christmas yeah. meeting, and he's really good. We got uh, at 1 o'clock, we got Dirtbag Dusty. Now, he usually plays solo. But he just messaged me like 30 minutes ago and said that he's going to do full band. So we'll see what happens. At 2 p.m., we got Tim Sheffield. You remember him? He yeah. lives right up the road, by yeah. the way. Like right up the I could walk to his house. Okay. And I didn't know that till he played the Royal Festival last year. Well, he should come by more often. Oh, he came and party with us that night. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, at 3, we got Jumping the Gun. And you remember uh, Stone Chamber? With Dr. Dr. Van, the singer yeah. he played last year, he's in Jumping the Gun now. And Jumping the Gun also played last year. Uh, 4.15, we got The Quiet Calm. That's our drummer Blake's other band. At 5.15, we got Somatic Theory. That's our bass player Shane's other band. <laughs> uh, a lot of people wearing a lot of hats here. At 6.15, for the first time ever making their debut at the Rail Festival, we got the Red Mountain. We've been doing a lot of stuff with them. Like uh, starting this summer all the way up till just recently, 
our last show actually we did with them and we've been having a great time with them we have a good like cross audience mm-hmm. like the people that like them are probably gonna like us and vice versa okay because we're we're similar we're not similar but we, we are we're similar in, in genre right. in genre yeah um and style i guess i really like them they're and they're really cool dudes they're playing 615 at 7:15. You got Kill J. I try to mix it up. I told Sean I was. There's going to be one year that I put Kill J on it there, just for the hell of it. Why not? Because yeah. we. I try to like us put us at different spots, and I don't want to hog the spotlight. Right. I want to mix it up, you know. At 8:15, we got Seeking Seven, and at 9:15, bringing us home, we got Affliction of the Absent. And uh, I definitely want to talk about our sponsors because. Uh, we couldn't do this without them. Uh, the Greenhouse Beard Company, which I literally have their product in my beard right now as I'm talking. And I gave you some for Christmas. Yes. So you should have some too. I don't have any. I use it for like when I go out. When you want to look fancy. Right now, I'm just wild beard. It's just wild. <laughs> I love yeah. uh, their products. They make beard oils. They have beard combs. They got beard wash. I've tried every... Um, scent of beard oil that they have no, I've used more, I've used the comb multiple times a day yeah I got you a comb you got me a comb I've used it I keep times. my beard comb at work yeah I've got a brush here that I like to use because the bristles are real close to like tight yeah. and I use it to style it in the mornings but like if I need a quick brush up yeah <laughs> like I, I keep my my beard comb at work um and I've I've got a I'm, I'm not blessed like some people where with a beard that just you just let it go and it looks fine. My beard looks terrible if you do something with it. Bedhead ain't got nothing on my exactly. beard. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I compare it to? That you remember that guy on uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean that had all the tentacles coming out of his face? Yes. He was like a, a squid face. I'd get up in the morning. I'd look like a homeless man. Yeah, oh, me too. It's horrible. Well, my hair looks like Beetlejuice, and my beard looks like a homeless. He's like, why do I have I like a homeless Beetle? I mean, I a, a homeless Irish Beetlejuice. Well, like, well, I have a, why do I have bald spots? What's going on with my beard? Then yeah. I calm and everything. And sometimes it'll be just doing like this. all up in there. My nose is something sideways. It's crazy. Yeah, I have to comb that shit down. And the hair, so coarse. Like if you get a like when you get bedhead, sometimes you can just kind of like you know wet your hair a little bit, and slap it back down, and everything <laughs> goes back to normal. A beard don't do that. You have to you have to manipulate it to get it. Oh, to I have to use the hair dryer. Yeah, like I always wonder why I see like a lot of girls with long hair, like they get the brush and the hair dryer out, and they they brush while they're drying it. Yeah, which I never had to do that because I have such fine hair. Yeah, on my head, I don't do nothing with it. Right, I, I am. It. Yeah, I got a hair dryer for my beard. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm combing my beard or brushing it, and you know, like real slow, and I I have to like do the the air straight down on it yeah and uh but before i do that i'll i'll put a bunch of the oil the greenhouse beard company oil in my beard and that the, the hair dryer like heats it up and straightens it out makes it look all shiny and straight it's, it's great if we if we weren't talking about beards that would not have been a very masculine not at all conversation at all yeah but yeah. beards are cool it's okay yeah beards are manly so uh, we're looking forward to having them there. They're actually going to be there. They're going to be selling. If, from what I understand, they're going to have a table set up, selling some of the stuff. And I'm telling you, you got to. If you've got a beard, you need to get some Greenhouse Beard Company beard oil. You need to get a beard comb. Um, 
everybody's gonna be happy. We got Joe's food truck. Joe's Cafe food truck is back. Everybody loved their food. It's awesome. They got the free refills on the tea if you buy the cup. Everybody liked that. Their food is amazing and really nice people. Back again this year, we got Access Music Management representing. And I don't know how this next sponsor got on here. I don't even know how, like, why we... They had to know somebody. They had to know somebody. (laughs) They had to know somebody. They had to know somebody. But the Real Pop Culture Podcast. A little nepotism going on there. A little bit of nepotism. (laughs) That's why I never... Well, I don't say never. Kill J's headlined the festival before, but I actually can't headline. You can go ahead and refill your beer. I see you struggling over there. I can't headline because, like, if we play last, well, at ten o'clock, as soon as well, as soon as this, the show's over, everybody's trying to get out of there, and I got to like settle up with my vendors and my sponsors and make sure everybody's taken care of, everybody's paid, everybody's all the palms are greased, all my bribes have gone through, and just all the, all my business, all my business has to be taken care of before it's over with so it's a nightmare for me to try to play from 9 to 10 and then take care of all that and then help tear down you know what I mean so I don't I don't like headlining it's it's not good and plus that'd be t- too much nepotism it'd be like playing Kill J on the podcast every episode right I'll try to skip a few <laughs> every, yeah um this is an all ages free Show free. I hear so many people go, man. I'd have come to see y'all last weekend, but man, I was broke. Okay, well, it don't matter if you're broke. Oh, you do. You nobody's gonna ask you for money. Yeah, just you can literally come and have a great time with no money. It's free. You might want to eat a bologna sandwich before you come. Yeah, because if you ain't got no money, you can't get no food. But aside from that. Bring a lawn chair. We do have like a, a small set of bleachers out there. They usually stay pretty covered up. There's a lot of people, a lot of standing room in front of the stage. But I always encourage people to bring a folding chair with them, and you can sit it anywhere. And if if it's like a if it's like a twenty thirty percent chance of rain, just come, just come. We're gonna do it. The only time they shut us down is when there's like lightning. Because Light. there's a lot yeah. of like electronics, there's a lot of like metal structures holding yeah. up, like you know the scaffolding, uh, not scaffolding, but the I don't know what they call that stuff. Like the we have a cover over the stage area, and there's like a lot of truss. Yeah, is that trusses. what it's called? Trusses. trusses. Yeah, trusses. And yeah, we don't get hit by lightning. That'd be bad. And you know, statistically speaking, the weather has been pretty kind to us. If you if you factor in the amount of years we've been doing this versus the amount of years we've rained out, yeah, we're due a good, good weather year. year. The last two years, and I'm gonna say as much as it's raining lately, maybe it's got it out of the system. Dude, last year it didn't just rain; like the same storm system that went through Amory hit Hamilton, and there were like deaths, weren't yeah. there? Like houses uh, destroyed, like a legit I think strong the, tornado. The weather itself, like the the the. the Weather was bad last year, but there was more rain, more rain the year before. Um, I backed up my phone, and every time my 
every time my driveway floods, I like take pictures and video yeah. of it. Like when my driveway really floods, and almost always looking back, it's in April every year. Yeah. And my driveway's already flooded twice, so, majorly this year. Right. So, like you said, to your point, maybe all the gullies are washed out. Maybe he's got to have a system. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe everything's just offset a little bit, and and we got April's rains and. February and March. So, uh, again, that's going to be Friday, April the 3rd, and Saturday, April the 4th. The Amory Rail Festival, second stage. Now, the festival itself, if you're interested, you know, in the main activities, uh, all the arts and crafts, all the rides, and the everything. Everything. Um, and that starts like Wednesday. Right? Started, uh, I think they were. I, I think, think the start. free wristband night is like Thursday. It's Thursday. That's when you can ride like all the rides if you buy a wristband right. or something. Uh, and then it, they usually have a big band at the main stage on Thursday, like a big headline. Big, 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 yeah. And they have one Thursday. Well, I think they have one Saturday night. And then uh, it goes. It ends Sunday around noonish. Noonish, yeah. Or until everybody. When the carnival packs up. No, it's not noon. It's like around four. Yeah. Because people like get out of church and come eat. Yeah, and they'll come eat. It's just, uh, it's a crazy thing, man. Like I've, I've been doing this for, I think this will be my thirteenth. It's twelve or thirteen, I think. This will be your thirteenth. year. Might be my twelve. I'd either started in two thousand seven or two thousand eight doing the second stage. Because I have a shirt that says two thousand eight. I remember. Might have done it two thousand seven. Last year was, uh, Blender's first year, right? Yeah. So this will be his second year. I, mean, I remember when John Anderson died, and that was the 10 year anniversary. Well, yeah. We were we were trying to coincide the 10th anniversary with the 40th anniversary of the festival itself, but that might have been our 11th year. Might have been. <laughs> Maybe since I was lying, that's why I got rained out. That's my point. Yeah. Because I don't know. Okay. I don't know exactly when I started, but I know I, that was around the 10th year. But anyway... What point was I making? Oh, it. I've been as long as I've been doing this, it still baffles me how a, a, a town the size of Amory has a festival that is so huge. Because every dadgum, every town from small towns, to even the size of Smithville, all the way up to like every in the southeast, every town has a festival. Every all of them have. They all have festivals. All of them. Yes. But do they get like thirty to ninety thousand foot people of foot traffic coming through their festival? It's been so long since I've been to another festival. No, they I don't. I haven't. I don't know. I mean, they're usually just a lot of locals that just don't even want to fool with it because they don't want to go downtown where traffic's yeah. congested. But somehow the Amory Rail Festival—I don't know if it's because it's been going so long, or because they just do a lot of shit right, or just because of. Maybe it's a lot of factors. Maybe it's luck. But somehow the railroad festival in a town the size of Amory, which is what seven thousand people, somewhere around like that, somewhere else. less than ten thousand people, yeah. has festivals with people that come to it that are bigger than towns of a hundred, of cities of a hundred thousand yeah. people. It's it just crazy. Because so I mean, there's more people at the railroad festival than people that live in Amory. Oh yeah, but by way more, way more. Like three times over. So anyway, that's enough about the Rail Festival because this show is actually supposed to be about Tupelo Con. And uh, let me go over to that event page. 
Well, let me just go to their website. Yeah, the website's got that. Well, how many years have we done two, well, all of them? So whatever year this is. Let me just Google that. You should have just went to the Facebook page. There's a link on there. March the 7th and the 8th. We have TupeloCon at the Furniture Market in Tupelo, Mississippi. This is the fourth year, I think. I really don't know. Really have no idea. I think this is the third year at the Furniture Market. I was the fourth the year total. I wasn't or at the first one. The first one was at the Link Center. Yeah, I wasn't there. And it was not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> For all the people that were there, it was crazy. The lineup is as follows: our right, the special guest lineup. You got G, uh, Jim Cummings. He's uh, an artist that's done Winnie the Pooh, Star Wars, Alice in Wonderland, Taz, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Lion King, and many more. I think he's a, a voice guy. Is that oh, voice? he's actually a voice guy. Not an artist. I'm not sure. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It just says that's what he's done known for. Uh, there's another Power Ranger. Uh, Austin St. John. Oh, they didn't put the space between They didn't. That. But I think that's what that's I thought it was Austin. <laughs> but yeah, that makes more sense. Austin, Austin St. John. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, original Power Ranger. He was the original Red Ranger, I guess? Yeah, he's a Red Ranger. Oh, but he also was the Power Ranger Zeo. He was that guy. Yeah. And y'all can't see what I'm pointing at, but yeah. there's a picture there. Well, we're pointing at it. Femi Taylor, that was in the uh, original Star Wars trilogy, is going to be there. Uh, this is definitely a voice guy because it shows him talking into a thing. Yeah. Derek Stephen Prince. Oh, he's done a bunch of anime stuff. Kingdom Hearts, I've heard of that. That's, uh, a, that's a game, isn't it? Kingdom Hearts, Bleach, and Digimon, Digimon, and Naruto. Naruto. Wow, you know your anime. Paul St. Peter? Yeah. He was in the same things the other guy was. Oh, Ratu, was Bleach, Digimon, and Kingdom Hearts. You got the original, original Avenger. No, the ori- uh, the first, first Avenger. That's how they were saying yeah. it. Uh, the original Captain America, Red Brown. He had the he was a Captain America TV show back in the day. We got uh, Candy Milo. Uh, another voice actress, yeah. She did uh, Dexter's Lab, Jimmy Neutron. I'm familiar with that, yeah. roughly. Astro Boy, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah. Brother John is back. Yeah. Our buddy John Anderson. Be good to catch up with him again. He was on Guardians of the Galaxy, Sleepy Hollow, Stranger Things. Bunches um, of stuff. He was on a, 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 what's that DC show he was on? Dead Gunman. Brain Fart. Oh, yeah. He's been a lot of stuff. Uh, another Power Ranger, Karen Ashley. I think she was there last year. I think so too. Yeah. Another Power Ranger. I didn't know there was any Power Rangers. Yeah. Nakia. Paris. Paris. That sounds good to me. She was on Power Rangers and Power Rangers CEO. Oh yeah. Kevin Thompson. Oh. You recognize him from Weird Science? I'm sure he was in Blade Runner, Weird Science, and Star Wars. He was an Ewok. He's an Ewok. Nice. That'd be pretty sweet. And Larry... I'm so terrible at pronouncing names. Korea? Korea. Korea, Korea. Korea. He's an author of Monster Hunter International. 
and a bunch of other stuff. Our friend Bradley Golden, Kill Pop Alone, comic book artist. Bruce Carr, the balloon artist. He's the one that did that big ass Doomsday. You remember uh, that? Yeah. Was that last? That was you before last. Yeah. And that's the featured guest, but there's going to be so much more stuff coming up. Yeah. Like it's, I, I think uh, Tupelo Game Days does a huge, these huge D&D tournaments and game tournaments, all kind of tabletop stuff's going to be going on that you can get involved with. Uh, the escape room people are there. Tupelo Haunted Castle's usually there with like a little mini haunted trail. I don't know oh, if they're yeah. doing that this year. Oh, I'm sure they yeah, they Probably. Um, God, there's just so much to it's do. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of the movies. And it's funny, it's like no matter what you're into, and uh, if it's anything pop culture related. I think we interviewed last, I think the last time we don't inter- we didn't interview any except for one uh, the, of the major lineup guests. We interviewed John Anderson, and that was it. Everybody else was just regular vendors. Uh, yeah, we we have fun. We just have fun there because like well, we'll just be sitting there recording, which we like to enjoy the the con. To walk around and hang out and talk to people. But like we'll be at the at our booth or table or whatever. And we'll just say, "Hey, come here." We were set up. Do by, a shout out. I think we should just play D and D more. Well, we were set up by, by, by a guy who made his own D and D dice. I mean, he so made his dice and sold it. That's where his job was by selling. Dice. Yeah, I hope he's back because uh, I used his dice in a campaign that I've been DMing. Awesome. Last two weeks, I've been going over to Clint's house and we've been playing Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition. It's my first time to DM in over, well over a decade, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, probably two decades. And it's definitely my first time to DM fifth edition. But everybody said they had fun. I guess they'd probably lie to me if they didn't, but I, did, I, I feel like I did a good job. I wrote a good story. You can tell if you did good or not. It was a solid yeah. story. Yeah. I wasn't sitting there going, uh, uh, what, right. what do we do now? I don't know. And there weren't people asking me questions I couldn't answer. And there's so there's so much of D&D that you have to wing. Like, you can plan for a lot of things, but you don't know what they're going to do. Right. Oh, no. You can't no. plan for anything. Absolutely anything. not. But, uh... Anyway, you definitely becomes Tupelo Con. If you're on the fence about it, get off the fence because yeah, just get on here, come in there. God, when we get there, man, we got there late one time. Not bad late, but but we were just barely on time. And do you remember how long that line was? Because everybody, we got to go cut line because we're you know a vendor. And like everybody's giving us go to hell looks. Well, I mean, we were standing here for another hour and a half. Well, I was, I've never been late, so. I don't know. Oh, that's true. You were already there waiting on us. I remember that one year we walked in, and we had all the stuff. Yeah. And then and you're the early bird, and uh, which we probably need to ride together this year because Kellogg's going to be a little bit late. Well, I'm going to have to bone ride. So. No, my tag's out, but we'll be all right. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I'm just going to have to bone ride because Laura's got to work Saturday morning. Okay. And uh, I don't want to take the car away from Kara. Yeah. Which I have a way to go. Yeah, we'll ride together. Yeah. That's fine. You have to go out of the way and not go through Fulton to come pick me up. <laughs> yeah, it was funny that one year, like, you were just sitting there at a, just a folding table by yourself. By myself. I bet people walked by and like, my stickers. what are you supposed to be? Yeah. I remember, I swear. <laughs> they were like, who are you? I think that's what Are we, you a celebrity? That's how, how we got to know Johnny Blender. We kind of hit it. Base with a little bit at the Horicon before, and then at that next 
Chupalocon, he was there. And he was teasing about y'all being hung over. I said, well, there was other guys. They hung over and they come in late. They come in late last time because he remembered y'all coming in late for the Harkon. That's the, that's, yeah, that's the year we stayed. I think that's the year we stayed in Tupelo. Yeah. At yeah. a friend's house and we had stayed up late that night just like partying and stuff. And Yeah, we were slow getting yeah. together. We were slow rolling that, that morning. But for a podcast, the best day is Sunday. Oh yeah, it, because it's so busy and crazy Saturday. You're just, so you're just you trying to take get, it all in. You don't. And you're trying to take it all in. You don't get a lot of interviews because people are so busy they don't want to sit down and do an interview with you. Right. Like especially the, the special guests and stuff like that. And, uh, but now Sunday, when, they, when it's, it's starting to thin out towards the end of the day yeah. and they're everybody's packing up to leave, it's like, hey, before you leave, come by here and do an interview with us. It's a uh, matter of fact. Every time I do uh, two episodes of the con. I have to steal some interviews from day two to fill out day one. Fill out day one. I think we should just grab people no matter what. I yeah. think we should grab like even people who, uh, like some of the cosplay people. We've never really grabbed any of the cosplay. We have a few. Uh, just uh, some of the, we should grab some of the, except especially some of the, the, the cosplay people coming in specifically for it on the lineup. Yeah, uh, I just look forward to seeing the way you saw the, the the con family that you meet along the way yeah. at these events. It's kind of cool. Yeah, we've done. Uh, it's not like we do just a a bunch of these. In fact, we don't do near as many as we should. But you you kind of get in that circuit. It's just sort of like being in a band. Right. You see the same. You run people. into the same people out on the road here and there, and you you see some familiar faces. And like Brother John's, you know, he's going to be there. I'm sure he's going to come talk to us. Brother John, Uncle Johnny. <laughs> And, uh, I was talking about, about John Anderson. Oh, John Anderson, yeah. Brother, and, that's and, Brother John. Uncle John is Big Johnny Blunder. John Blunder, yeah. And we'll interview, you know, we'll do an interview with Lynn, um, the, heart, the Twisted Southern Horror Queen. It's always good to catch up with her and just everybody, you know. Like, uh, uh, Josh Turner's not going to be there, and I, I don't think Matthew, Matthew actually is going to, he must have something. He's doing a lot of acting He's stuff. doing a lot of acting right there, yeah. But yeah, it's it's gonna be a blasty blast, and y'all need to be there. Come by and holler at us. Just come by and holler. Say, hey, I want to talk on here. Yeah, and we'll let you. We'll let you. I mean, we may edit you out if you're goofy, but we'll let you. But if you're goofy enough, we'll leave oh. you in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, you'll be the featured <laughs> featured interview if you're goofy. It's it's a, it's a weird balance. I always say go with more goofy than not not goofy at all. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. I mean, it always is. It's it's just from year one. It's it's got that reputation, because Tupelo was like really starving for a con. Yeah. And then when one finally came, it was just like they weren't even prepared for how many people. Then the next year they were, and they have been ever since. And I'm ready to raid some dollar bin comic book boxes. I know you're not into comics. <laughs> That's the thing that there's something there for everybody. Like it's they a very like people don't even call. Like, you remember back in the day, everything was called Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, right. so-and-so Comic-Con. But you can't call it Comic-Con because it's everything It's con. everything con. It's games. It's tabletop games. They have TVs. They have flat screens set up everywhere where people play in consoles. It's they a nerd people. flea market. Yeah. There's tabletop games being played of every, like, from Magic to D&D to GURPS. Am I saying that right? Uh, um, yeah. Everything. And there's just so much to do. There's food there. Um, is there beer there? No. Alright, so uh, is there anything else we need to bring up, talk about? 
I don't think so. Uh, I got some stuff to talk about, but I think we need to save it. Let's uh, tell them real quick before we sign off, because we're damn near. We're almost 45. We're 45 minutes. Let's tell them what we're drinking. I just drank. Well, the, let's back up. What did we start out with? We started drinking the... Uh, uh, 12 gram McAllen. 12 gram McAllen. Yep. Double cask. Double cask. I thought uh, it tasted different. It's double cask. Uh, we drank some 12 gram McAllen, and then we drank... Uh, glass of GDB and I just finished a little half a glass of uh, DGB right no GDB good damn dude. good beer DGB good damn beer oh I've been saying it wrong it works either way it's interchangeable yes, it. it's damn good beer that's for sure uh, it's good damn it's beer it's a good damn beer uh, I drank that and then I I just drank a the uh, coffee stout so yeah the keg the kegerator's got it's time to brew bad well, the kegerator's got some good stuff going on right now. Oh, yeah. There's not like a weak beer in there. No, no. There's the no. amber, which is award-winning recipe. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Oh, speaking of award-winning, I got one more thing to say before we go. After we get through talking about this, uh, there's the what are you doing, damn pig? good beer. I don't know. Pig just likes to come over here and sniff. He smells something. Yeah. And the stout. The stouts have a. You see, that, you see how much head you had on that. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to go pour another one, it wouldn't have hardly any no, head. I mean, I want to. We need to purge it. Let's I want to brew it. that thing again, just because it's made me mad. It tastes good though. It tastes good. There's no denying but, that. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm just gonna go back to the original recipe. You know, because if I was, I've scaled it up, I think each time I've scaled it up is where I've come to the problem because it's introducing too much non-fermentables. And the ratio is going off, so I think I'm going to go back to the original five-gallon recipe and just brew it because that first recipe was five gallons. Though is it's, it's not because everybody last loves it. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna go so fast. But uh, but if it does taste good, I know that's a problem. And uh, I'm actually been doing some studying on how to scale up a recipe, being all mathy, and it's a lot of math. You know that other thing I was going to announce. I'll wait to announce it next time. Yeah, because and I, it's because it's 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 way out, like something that's happening way later on. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about the some hops I got, and I'll yeah. talk I'll talk about that on a nine. That'll be yeah, specific podcast. Yeah, I was saying this was going to be a quick one. Like I was, I thought we were going to like talk for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's but fine. Hey, that's fine. That's good. Content's good. good. I got to holler at you here a minute. We're going to drink another. GDB and we're, okay. we're gonna talk some business here about some oh. podcasting stuff. Some I had some ideas. Oh, I'm glad you said. Bi- uh, I'm glad you said business because uh, we're still looking for sponsors for the railroad festival. And I'm gonna tell you, if you live in the North Mississippi area and you have a business that you're trying to promote, the railroad festival and anybody can vouch for this gets promoted big time. You know, like, it, they, I can't even list off all the ways it, it gets promoted. Like, pretty much every kind of way you can promote something, it gets promoted. And, uh, dude, even if you could just get your name in that uh, magazine they do. Oh, yeah. That's a, that thing's awesome. Um, me and, you know, Ray Van Dusen's been on the show multiple times, and we, we always talk about, he calls it the, the tab. But it's this magazine that comes out in the Amory, uh, the Woman Monroe Journal. About the rail festival, and they have a big thing about like several pages about the second stage, and 
it's just really awesome. But like you, <clears throat> it's it's a really good form of advertisement for really really cheap. And there's also you know, like a lot of a lot of companies just want their name on all the advertisement, <clears throat> which is fine. But there's also you know an opportunity to like come be there, like the greenhouse beer companies do. Like they're gonna be there representing. Like Joe's Cafe and Food Truck, they don't just want their name on there for the advertisement. They're going to be there selling burgers and stuff. So there's different levels of a sponsorship that you you can you can get on. And we're, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I don't want to have like 15 sponsors because it'd right. be too many. But we've still got a couple of open slots. We haven't even sold the present slot this year. And if you, well, it basically be like the all the literature would say. Uh, such and such presents. Yeah, the 2020 Amory Rail Festival Second Stain. Second stage presented by yeah. your company. Well, no, no, no. I said that backwards. Your company name presents the 2020 Amory Rail Festival Second Stage. It'd be like the headline sponsor. So anyway, <clears throat> yeah, we're uh, we're ready to roll, man. We're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to Tupelo Con. I'm looking forward to watching some more Shameless. And I'm looking forward to uh, going and drinking another of these beers. All right. Let's get over here. Love you, bye. See you later, bye. I'm glad you brought that back. It feels right. We'll get it put on a shirt. See you later, bye. See you later, bye. But it needs to be one word. See you later, bye. No space. See you later, bye. See you later, bye.